What's good, people? It's your boy, Justice Falls, and welcome back to the greatest podcast you've never heard of, the Justice Falls Experiment. Okay, so we got a lot going on. I'm hungry. It's been a long day. I've been trolling all day and arguing with people all day about this first topic we're going to talk about. But before we get into that, um, I got my wine. I got my little wine here. It's called uh, Lone Cardinal. It's a red wine. If you want to check that out from Macy's Wine Shop. If you want to check that out, shout out to them. They gave me six wines for $45, so I'm just going through each one. But, um, yeah, uh, you can check me out on um, Twitter, Impart Justice, I-M-P-A-R-T underscore J-U-S-T-I-C-E. Um, check me on Instagram, Justice uh, Falls, Justice X Falls underscore. Everywhere else is pretty much Justice X Falls, especially Twitter. I mean, especially Twitch, follow me on there. I keep saying the last three pods, I'm going to get back to streaming, but I haven't done so. So bear with me uh, as I'm now doing daily YouTube content, which is my gaming channel. I mostly do reactions and gameplay, but we're going to branch that out. I just got to keep feeding the algorithm so they could, you know, make people um, or show people my videos so they can click on them. So that that the YouTube channel is uh, Justice X4. So I need you to follow that. I'm trying to get to a thousand subscribers before this year is out, but my projections say I'm not going to hit that till 2024, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, so let's get into the topics. We're going to get into some. I had a, I usually have a list of topics I want to go through, but, you know, life happens. Shit happens in this world. So I'm going to put in a few quick hitters before we get to the main thing. So um, the first one is this situation with feeding these damn kids. So um, you're not going, you, you might like my take. You might agree. You might not agree, but. There was a video of a woman and a man where the man came and bought his son food, but he didn't bring food for her other three kids, which are not his. All the other three kids have different baby fathers. And they're in the street, and they're, they're arguing. I think she was in a restaurant or something, maybe at work or something like that. He pulled up. She wasn't about to give him the food. She embarrassed him. I see a lot of people saying he should have got all the kids food, which I do understand. No, you don't want to leave no kid hungry, but... The way she was given that attitude, I'm not doing shit for you. Like, first of all, I'm not obligated to and I'm not responsible to feed your other kids. Fuck out of here. If I want to, I will, but I don't have to. And that's just point blank period. That Those are the facts of the matter. Whether whether how you feel about it or not, whether you feel that's wrong, those are facts. He did not have to feed those kids if he didn't want to because he has no obligation to them. You feel what I'm saying? You know, illegally. Or morally, really, because those not those aren't his kids. I know that's your sons, brothers and sisters, brothers, but brothers and sisters. But oh well, that's a privilege that he's providing to him. That's a privilege and a courtesy that he's providing to them. If she's treating him like shit and disrespecting him and recording him and all that shit, then he could easily take that privilege away, or for any other reason for that matter. So that's how I feel on the matter. Apparently, it was all a joke. She put out a video after after the fact explaining, like, okay, the situation, they were together before. The, their son together was the youngest out of the four kids and things of that nature. But I didn't really care about none of that. My stance still stays the same. And then now there's another video, apparently, that they put out together stating that um it was all a prank, which um it's a pretty good prank. They acted that out pretty well. I'm not going to lie. Acted out pretty well. I'm still trying to find that video. If I find it, then I'll... uh comment on it but i i can't find it so um yeah well i'll just take that at face value but yeah that's my stance on it so 
Moving on, we got another controversial topic that y'all probably not going to like my stance on, but I mean, I'm not here to please everybody. I'm here to report what's going on in the world, say how I feel about it, and if you want to uh, debate me on it, you can more than likely hit me up on Twitter, I-M-P-A-R-T underscore justice, or any one of my social medias, Facebook under Justice X-Force. Um, you, all you more welcome to come on the show if you want to come on the show and, and say what you got to say. You can do that. Um, I've had guests on before, and we didn't always agree on everything. You know, I've had women on, men on. It doesn't matter. I have anybody on. Um, it's a few people I actually do want to get on because um, it's a few topics that I like to touch on and give people more light to, you know, by talking to someone within that category. You know, so we gonna, that's going to be coming up sooner or later. But sip my wine real quick. But yeah, Roe v. Wade. So, in case you've been living under a rock, the Roe v. Wade decision has been uh, overturned by the federal government. So, Roe v. Wade was a landmark decision in the U.S. Supreme Court in which the court ruled the that the Constitution of the United States generally protects a woman's liberty to choose and right to abortion and rights to pri and rights to privacy. So, um. That got overturned. It was a six to three decision. I thought it was five to four, but it actually was six to three. Um, there's nine justices, six of them voted for one of them, which was a woman, which was kind of weird to me. But I mean, everybody has their own ideals. I understand being pro life, um, but being pro everybody's pro life. Everybody's pro life. Everybody wants everybody to live. But let's be honest: like in a situation where women get raped. In a situation where they don't have the resources to take care of the child, you know, you want to you, you should be able to abort the child, which is not a child yet. Now, I was watching a pod, another podcast um, where they were talking about, well, if you had a miscarriage, you are devastated because you feel like what you lost your child. So that's the same thing. So wouldn't a fetus be considered a child? No, scientifically, a fetus is not a child until it hits. um I forget the, the week amount, but it's a certain amount of weeks before it's actually considered a person by science. And I'm a person that I'm a very logical and I'm a very tangible person. I don't deal in what ifs and I feels. I deal with what's tangible in this world for the most part, especially on topics like this. And if science considers it not a child, then it's not a child. You should have the right to abort it. If I showed you an embryo of a pig, an elephant, and a human, you wouldn't be able to tell me what's a human unless it was more further along and developed, right? So to me, it's not really a person. So obviously due to that, you can see where I stand. You can see I'm very um, pro-choice. I think taking away body autonomy is crazy. And and people are so worried about and, – and the people that stand against that, they say that – um. You know, you're taking the choice away from the child. What if that child wants to live? That child doesn't know anything yet because it's not a human being. His brain isn't developed. It can't think or anything. It's being made. It's cooking. That's like saying, like, all right, I'm cooking midway, you know, and the food is not done yet, you know. And you, But you're calling it what it is, but it's not it yet, like. I didn't, I didn't, the, the spaghetti didn't finish boiling yet. You know, I didn't put the sauce yet. I didn't put the chicken and the seasonings yet or the round beef and the seasoning yet. So it's not technically spaghetti and meatballs yet. You feel me? Like it, I got the recipe going and I'm cooking it, but it's not that yet. You know what I mean? So 
that's how I kind of look at it. Um, I wasn't going to be sitting on social media all day and debating people over it. It's just you're you going to feel what you feel. But the what, what happened happened, you know. Apparently, they TP'd and doxed the six uh, Supreme Court justices, which I don't think that's, that's right. But, I mean, hey, this is the world we live in. Everything in this world is not right. So every action that you have, whether right or wrong, whether the retaliation is right or wrong, or whether you're right or wrong in your decision, is going to have ramifications, especially when you overturn a landmark case. This case was made in 1973. But what people are not talking about are the Miranda rights. Like, when the police arrest you, they don't have to read you Miranda rights anymore, along with a few other things. Like, so the right to privacy really got fucked up a lot with this Roe v. Wade decision. So my black people out there, my people of color, my minorities... Please, if you get arrested, if you get stopped by the police, don't get smart with them. Don't get nothing because they don't even have to Mirandaize you. Mirandaize you. All they have to do is have probable cause to, um, you know, arrest you, actually step out the vehicle, or ask for your license and registrations and things of that nature. So just comply, comply, comply. Because I forget who said it. There was a celebrity who said it. Like you're not gonna win in the streets. We're not gonna win in the streets. We can win in the courtroom. We have a better chance winning in the courtroom than we win in the streets, especially with, with these decisions that's being made. Now, you know, you see more cops getting fired and convicted and things of that nature. It's a small step forward, but that's what we got to keep fighting for. And just make sure you're following the law, because if you're not following the fucking law, then they have every right to stop you. It's because law enforcement for a reason. You know what I mean? And it's reasonable laws, too. Like, don't be speeding down the highway. I understand it's summertime. You know, you finally bought that charger you wanted. You finally got that S SRT that you wanted. You finally got that Hellcat you wanted. But don't get mad if you're speeding up the highway doing a buck 30 and the cops stop you. Don't get mad. Just take the ticket. Because if you get mad, you're going to escalate the situation. You're going to exasperate the situation. And you're going to make it worse. Especially now they don't have to Mirandaize you. Like, <laughs> you're going down for the count. So just my my brothers and sisters and even my you know my other races and other other genders and whatnot y'all all just be safe out there. That's all I got to say on that. Oh yeah, I, I lied. So um, one more thing. Um, the law is state level, so um, like the the ramifications of it is going to be state level. So what that means is that you know in the red states where they're more conservative. They're going to try to restrict, they, they're allowed to restrict and ban abortion. Um, in the blue states, you know, more democratic, you know, more progressive states, they're going to um, allow you to have an abortion. Now, there's already like a bunch of companies. I saw Dick's Sporting Goods being one of them. Um, that's in a few celebrities step forward that saying that they're going to provide whatever services they can or start whatever programs they have to, to allow women that want to have an abortion that's in a state where you can't have it to um come to those states and travel to those states and be you know protected legally and be able to go back home and not face any consequences for having the abortion so um hopefully that works out for them you know um if you live in a if you live in a state that's more conservative you know keep that in mind you know that there are going to be programs and resources coming just in case you do need to get an abortion or anybody you know needs to get an abortion because realistically, you know, mistakes happen. Shit happens, you know. We're not always going to be careful. We do have to be responsible and accountable for our actions, but mistakes happen. 
So, you know, there's that. There's 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 an option. So, it's it's not it's not so bad. It's just fucked up that you know women's choices are gonna be taken away. So yeah, I just had to add that in there. All right, so moving on. There's a black-owned vodka company. They announced a new bourbon named after the first town where black people could live free. I feel like this is probably like the flyest topic that I that I had that I have for this week. So, well, for this month, because I only do one podcast a month. I'm trying to up that, but I got a lot of other stuff going on. Some some stuff has to get put on the back burner, you know. So, um, it's called Victor George Spirits. It's a black-owned distiller. Um, they released a new bourbon brand named after Fort Mose, Florida. Ironic that <laughs> it's in a, a red state, but, you know, whatever, which is the first U.S. town to allow black people to live free legally. The town is two miles north of St. Augustine. It was started in 1738. Now, if you don't know, um, there were a lot of successful when they let us free, when we got free, we but we we built successful towns and. We had our own banks. We had our own schools. We had our own general stores. We had our own doctors. We had our own everything. And racist white people came and burned it down. Look up Rosewood. There's a bunch of other places. Look up Seneca Falls. There's a bunch of places that we had established that racist white people came and burned it down. If you, There's a TV show on uh, HBO now, I think. It's called Watchmen. It's based off, like, you know, Watchmen, the... The um the comic the com the graphic novel comic uh, series, and um it was it starts off with the riots one of the riots that took place in one of these towns, and um what is it Tulsa yeah I think it was the Tulsa massacre so yeah de- definitely check that out too like all a bunch of cities around the country we had success we had black business we called it Black Wall Street you know what I'm saying. And just to see something like this, like a company um, paying homage to that, to a, a town like Fort Muse, Florida, which, which had a thriving black community, where one of the first places where black people could be free after um, slavery, is fucking dope. And I, I'm going to support this company, and I think you should too. Um, the company maker name is Victory G, Victory Victor G. Harvey, and he's known for vodka production. Um, it, uh, they, they acquired a majority stake in Palm Beach Distiller in late 2021. And that's where Fort Muse is now being produced. So they moved up to Palm Beach. They got, um, it's a black man, black woman. Then they got this white lady in here. I mean, you kind of have to play along with the white folk because they run everything. So you have to work with them. You can't always just be against them. Some of them do want to help us. A lot of them actually do want to help us. So you got to play along with the white folk. So. I just thought that, that was really dope and um I wanted to share that with y'all. So um definitely check that out. If you see it on your shelf, if you're out traveling or if you on your on your um on your apps ordering your alcohol, you see Fort Muse 1738 um bourbon whiskey, check that out. Alright, moving on. We got music. We got music. We're gonna look at some uh um I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what I've been looking at what I've been looking at lately, um, as I often do, because music is a big part of me. So I didn't do the track for this month. Normally I would have a new song ready for y'all, but I haven't recorded it yet. This has been like more of a busy month. I've been back and forth in the city, you know, because my life a lot of my life is still 
in the in the city in New York City, you know, in the Bronx and you know in the five boroughs. But I, you know, but I, as if you don't know, I moved upstate um, a few months ago, so a lot of my life is still down there. So I go down there, and it's just. You know, it's just it's it's just it's just a chore to get everything done. You know, I'm trying to do daily content. I'm trying to keep up with this podcast every month. I'm trying to keep up with the song every month. I'm trying to get back to streaming, like and then I got a day job, so it's a lot on my plate, you know, and then I'm still trying to have a regular social life, you know, hang out with family, hang out with friends, you know, hang out with the ladies, you know. It's just it's just I got a lot on my plate. So, you know, hopefully, you know, if you're listening to this and you know me. You know, we haven't seen each other in a while. I do want to link with you. It's just I got a lot going on. I got a grind that I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to make something of myself, you know. You know, I'm just trying to make something of myself. So hopefully you can understand. But, you know, I will chill with you one of these days, hopefully before the summer is out. It's only June. We about to be in July. July, August, I plan to be coming down to the city more and chilling with everybody. So just um, bear with me. Bear with me. So. The music I've been listening to, I'm going to just go down the list. Um, Polo G, Distraction. I have my son Kai Sinat in there. Shout out to Kai Sinat, man. Like, that kid, like, he's a legend. This dude is, like, 21. He, he he's, a, he's a growing young legend. He's a content creator. Um, he started out on Facebook, you know, making prank videos and stuff. And then he went on YouTube. And then he went to college and was doing videos out there. You know, joined this this group of content creators called AMP. Super successful. You know, shout out to all those brothers. You know, a lot of them came from the 2K community. You know, and it's just dope to see it because that's what I want to be doing. I want to be riding around the AMG and, and million dollar houses just wilding out, making content with the homies or whatever. That's what I want to do. And that's what I'm aspiring to do. That's why I need y'all. I always stress to y'all to follow the YouTube, you know, to subscribe to the YouTube. And, you know, if gaming ain't your thing, Cool, but at least give me the sub. Give me the subscriber, you know? At least give me the subscriber. I'll be one step closer to my goals, you know? But, um, yeah, back to the music. Um, Polo G, Distraction, that was a pretty good song. Kevin Gates, Super General Freestyle, he went off. Um, But, you know, the reality of the situation with, with, with um Kevin Gates is that, you know, him and Drekka had a open relationship from what I understand. Um... So he was, you know, he was fucking other women all crazy. As soon as she fucked one other dude, his life just blew up. Now, I don't know if that's the full details, but that's the gist of it. From what I can understand from what most media outlets are reporting, they had an open relationship. He was fucking mad women. She kind of got tired of it. He, She went to go fuck another dude. He breaks off the whole thing. So, But he went off on that freestyle. He addressed a lot of things. He addressed a lot of things on that. So next song is KT Foreign and Sugar Free. Free game. That's the best song out right now. I know there's a couple lines in there that are a little bit divisive and people are a little bit sensitive towards. Um, KT Foreign says the F word, says the F word and not not fuck. The other F word that, you know, is not is more derogatory towards uh, gay people. He says that in the hook of the song. Um, so that's a bit problematic, you know, for today's standards. But. You know, overall, it's a good song because it's really, it's telling the real. It's telling the real. You listen to Sugar Free's verse, man, come on. I might be biased because I have like a pimp mentality and he's literally a pimp. He's like the first pimp rapper that actually made, actually like was successful with it. Because I know a lot of dudes talk about, yeah, I be pimping, I be pimping. Nah, this dude was really a pimp. 
for years and we're just rapping on the side then you decide to start putting our records so you know i i have a pimp mentality in the sense of uh, the business acumen and not letting people take advantage of you and being a boss like i don't abuse women i don't condone that you know but i i got a pimp mentality you feel me so if i see a pimp talking some real shit you know it may not be what people want to hear but i mean what's real ain't always going to be what people want to hear the truth is the truth, you know, it hurts sometimes. It be like that. So, um, yeah, KT4 and Sugar Free, Free Game. That's like the best song I got right now. It came out a few months ago. Um, Next up, we got Pharrell Williams, Cash In, Cash Out, featuring 21 Savage and Tyler Creator. That was a funky song. Wasn't expecting that. Um, French Montana, Drive By, featuring uh, Babyface Ray. Ron Suno, what they gonna say? Remix featuring Rowdy Rebel. Sounds like every other Ron Suno song, every other drill song that's out right now. Um, Lobby Boys, which is Jim Jones and Mano featuring Fabio Foreign. Slide, that was a dope song. Millie's uh, featuring Fabio Foreign. Opt out. Kevin Gates intro. Again, he went off on that. Rick James, yeah, Rick James by Crank Lucas. Now Crank Lucas, that's another artist y'all gotta check out. Like, he's a producer. He has a YouTube channel that um he does skits on where he raps, like, how certain rappers are. Like, he was like, if Biggie was still alive today, he'd rap like this. And he'd rap. And he's really nice. Like, he's actually a rapper, too, um, along top of being a producer and a YouTuber. So um, his song, Rick James, is dope. I like, I like his music because he raps about, like, things that, like, he have his ignorant shit every now and then, but, like, He'll rap about things like he'll teach you how to start a business and he'll, you know, he's rapping about like positive things that can help young people or people in general just, you know, do better in life. Like that, I, I respect rappers like that, that, you know, sacrifice the quick fame of doing, you know, turn up and murder music to really send a, send a message out there, like to really send a message. That's the type of what I, that's what I be trying to do with my music. I know my music is very. If you've heard it, it's very, like, braggadocious. But I try to sneak little messages in there. You know, I'm not trying to preach to nobody. But I'm just trying to sneak little messages in there. If you if you listen to my music, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. So, um, yeah, um, Crank Lucas, definitely a dope artist. So, you got, next up is French Montana, Harry Fraud, Bricks and Bags, featuring Jadakiss and Bane and Butcher. Very boom bap, very, you know, um, throwback era, you know, real bars type era. Whenever you have those kind of rappers on there, that's, that's what you're going to get. Um, and Gucci Mane, First Impression, featuring Quavo and Young Miami from City Girls. So that was a dope little turn-up song, too. So that's the music I've been listening to. Let me take a sip of this wine. All right. Um, next up, Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey break up after one year together. Um, he wanted marriage and she did not, he bought a new home. He sold, he sold his old home in Hollywood Hills for 7 million and bought a new home in Encino for 12.5 million. So this was a hot topic like earlier this month, like before, before like, um, all this other stuff started happening. But, um, yeah, I, uh, to me, she for the streets and that's okay. Like if that's, what she want to do that, she want to do. Like, I think any type of woman that jumps from man to man like that, like, you're not looking for nothing serious. You're just looking to social climb. Um, you're looking to social climb. You're looking to gain assets and resources to elevate your lifestyle. 
Um, if you don't know, Lori Harvey is Steve Harvey's uh adopted daughter. Her biological father and mother, um, I think they're still alive, but I mean, you know, clearly she uses the Harvey name to get around and to get into these spaces that she normally wouldn't be able to get into. Um, she's gaining resources and stuff and off men and it's like, okay, get it how you get it. It's just I don't approve of how you getting it. Like you social climbing and you just you using people for their status to get with somebody else. She's been with like there was a meme of Thane excuse me, Thanos with the infinity gauntlet and it had like mad niggas on the hand and shit. So I was like, I, I don't I don't know. I don't really um approve how she moved. If I had a daughter, I would not want her moving like that. Put it like that. So um Michael B, he's 35, she's 25. He's at a different point in life. He's looking to probably settle down. Obviously, he's looking to settle down and be married. But she's still looking to run around and, and gain resources and social climb and make something of herself. I just hope that there's some sort of end game to it. Like, I hope she's not just going to try to do this for, like, the rest of her life. Because once you start hitting past 30 for a woman, you know, your options start to decline. And that's just... The real of it. It's not that you can't get anybody. It's just your options start to decline. You know, you, as a woman in your 30s, 35, 35, you know, and up, like you, like your options are going to start to decline a bit. And, you know, that's just how life is. You guys are on a biological clock. I'm not saying she can't get no man. It's just it's like you're running around, you know, basically what I see it as using these men. And you think somebody's going to want to marry you, especially after this last thing stunt you pulled? Like, yeah, I, I don't see it happen. I'm not saying that. Um, I'm not saying that uh, she had to marry Michael B, you know, after being together for a year. But it's just like, look at your track record. Like, you really think that was a good move for you? Like, are you just going to hop from dude to dude? For the rest of your life, like I, I don't know if I, if I, if I could get her on this show and sit down and talk to her, these are questions that I would ask her to her face. Like I'm not afraid. Like I'm not trying to be disrespectful or anything. I'm not trying to be controversial. I'm not trying to do anything. It's just I'm saying how I feel. I'm reporting what happened, and I'm saying how I feel about it, and we, and I want to discuss it with you guys. Like you know, on social media or you know, or you guys come on the show, we can talk about. It. Like I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm just saying how I feel. So I think that she's doing very um making some very street walking kind of moves but at least she's doing it and she get into a bag and she's doing it she's doing it in a higher class of society you know because some of y'all i'm gonna just leave it at that i'm gonna just leave it at that and welcome back to the greatest podcast you've never heard of the justice falls experiment so um, moving on along, there was this viral video of a singles mixer. It was a black woman at a singles mixer, and she said that no men showed up. So that video blew up, and as it turns out, there was actually were men that showed up, and the event went really great. So um, originally there was a lot of, like, kickback against women, like, see, this is why, you know, men are going their own way yada, 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 things of that nature, but plenty of men showed up, and it was, like, white men, black men, Asian men, it was white women there, black women, Spanish women, 
and it was a really good mixture. And that that right watching that video was so refreshing for me because like all of the media that we're seeing, especially like the viral media, is just negativity. Like what I talked about, the first topic that I talked about, um, is just all negativity. But this was something very positive. I'm pretty sure a lot of connections were made that night, whether whether temporary or something serious. And that's a good thing. Like we need to have more events like that where we could just sit and talk to each other in a chill environment. They had it at this beautiful restaurant, you know, outside, like outside dining type um, situation. And it looked dope. Look, they were having a lot of fun. Look, they had a lot of games and activities there, like for them to do, you know. And I would like to go to something like that, like a mixer instead of like, you know, argue with people online all day or, you know going back to old work or trying to talk to some girl I've been talking to I've been trying to talk to forever like I like that that I rather just, I rather go to an event like that you know like cuz it's better to meet somebody in person cuz you can get a better idea of who they are and how they are rather than um just trying to talk to somebody online and convince them and convince them that you're safe enough to meet up with you know um I just thought that that was dope that the men actually did show up and it was different races there and there was a lot of mingling going on. I just think that that was dope. So I just wanted to mention that, you know, amongst all the negativity between men and women, men and women, because we're all debate, we're all in this huge debate. But I think it's going to become like a renaissance, like, you know, because never in history have men and women really been going to toe to toe and really talking, sitting down and talking and saying how they really feel. Like, it was just expected that men behave this way, women behave that way. Now there's, but no, but now there's being, now there's a progression. There's people saying, okay, well, I like this and I like that, and I think I should do this and do that. Okay, well, we think this and that. And sometimes it gets toxic, but end of the day, it's only going to lead to men and women understanding each other more. And that's a beautiful thing in my eyes. So. Shout out to that Mixer event. Who I, I need to get in contact with that event coordinator. All right, next up, there was a Burger King employee. Um, $80,000 was raised for him um, after a viral video of him was posted, that he, po- was posted, that he posted. Um, they gave him basically a goodie bag after 27 years of working with the company. If I'm working for any company for 27 years, I better be goddamn near the CEO. Ain't no way I'm going to still be a regular employee. I better be at the very least, the very least, a regional director or some shit making way high, six like over six figures. If I'm working for a company for 27 years, the fuck out of here. They played this man. Like, there was a GoFundMe set up, you know, in his name. And as of the writing of this article that I'm looking at, um, it's 84,876. That's a nice bonus for a man, for a 54-year-old man. Um, he's a cook in the cashier at Burger King in Las Vegas, in the Las Vegas airport. They're going to give him a bag. It had, like, Reese's in it. Like, I don't know, some weird, like, shit was weird, bro. Like, I'm playing now. A movie ticket. I don't know if y'all can hear that, but... A movie ticket, a bag of Reese's pieces, a tumbler, like a like a like they got him some Starbucks. 
a lanyard, a Burger King lanyard, two pins. Wow, not not more than one pin, two pins. Wow. And what he said? Hold on, because I'm looking at the video now. I don't know if y'all could hear it. Two lifesavers. Like that's 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 bullshit. That's bullshit. And the reason I heard the reason why he stayed for the company that year is so because they was giving health care. They was giving health care to so he could have health care for his kids. So that's why he stayed for that long. So shout out to that man who put who put his his children above like his pride because like I know nobody wants to be fifty four years old being a, just a cashier and a cook at at Burger King. Like no disrespect, I know everybody has to you know, have some type of grind going, have some type of income going. I understand that, but don't nobody want to be sitting there, be 54 and just be a cook, like at least like be the GM or something like they did this man dirty. This man probably know that company better than a lot of people that they hired at them higher positions. Like that man needs a promotion. Like it's just so fucked up how that is. Like, and of course he was black. Of course the man is black. You know, it's just, it's just sad to see, but it warms my heart that people actually looked out for this man and they raised damn near a hundred thousand dollars for this man. Hopefully he gets every last penny of that money and, you know, he's able to provide for, you know, his, he's able to further provide for his family. So shout out to, shout out to, you know, just people being good humans and looking out for, you know, a man that's been working hard for almost 30 years. All right, moving on along, um, we have uh, my bucket list. So um, a lot of my friends, a lot of people, a lot of like podcasts I listen to, a lot of videos I looked at, um, they say that you should write down your goals. I've never been the type to write down my goals. It's always just been in my head. But like when I actually took the time to write down my goals, well, I typed them down. I typed them out. But when I actually took the time down to record my goals, I realized, wow, I got a lot of stuff left that I want to accomplish and that I'm working towards. So um, I had that moment of realization when I finished it. And then the other day when I added stuff to it and, and I'm still adding stuff to it, I have 21 items here and I'm looking at it right now. And it's just like a lot of this stuff I'm probably going to get done within the next five to 10 years. A lot of this stuff I can get done tomorrow if I wanted to, but it's just, you know, work and my, you know, keeping up with my content and things of that nature. Um, so yeah, I, I think that it's important to write down your goals. So you can see where you've, where you're at, where you've been and where you're going, you know, your past, your present, your future, you know, um, I'm not going to read off everything. Because I believe in bad mind. Um, bad mind is like an old like Caribbean thing where it's like if you speak, you know, too much on what you're trying to do, what you're trying to accomplish, like people put bad like bad mind in the world. Like people put bad energy into the world, bad thoughts into the world. And you could fucking absorb that shit like Oh, this this dude think he gonna do X Y Z? Nah, he can't do that. And that that energy makes its way to you. So I, I be, I'm a big believer in energy and the universe and shit like that. So I'm not gonna read off this whole thing. But like I said, it's um 21 items, and you know some of it includes bungee jumping, skydiving, 
you know, um, I want to go to Cat's Deli. I'm from New York. I've never been to Cat's Deli. It's like one of the most famous sandwich spots out there, you know. Um, obviously, one day I want a house, you know. That's stuff that I, I'm comfortable saying those things because ain't nobody going to stop me from doing that. Like, <laughs> there's no way because cause those, those things completely depend on me. I literally, all I have to do is get up and have the money to do it. So, that's why I'm comfortable naming those things. The rest are more like it depends on I need the universe to move for me in a certain way to get these things. But um, it felt good to type this stuff out and to look at it every other day um, and see how far I've come. And whew, excuse me. as I start um, as I start crossing things off, it's going to be even more and more satisfying. So. Um, I would say if you got goals, don't matter what it is, it don't matter what it is, write it down. Even if you don't get to it, like if you don't get to that goal, like before you before you die, because I feel like you have your whole life to achieve your goals. Like people put an age limit on chasing their goals. I feel like that's the dumbest thing you could do because that's what's going to make you quit. Like if I don't do something by time I'm 40, then I'm, I'm a dub. Like, you know, like, no, you got your whole life to chase your dreams. It's your life. Do what you want, what you do with you, with your life. I'm going to do all of these things on this list before I die. Like, I'm going to, well, at the very least, I'm going to keep trying until I die, you know. I may not get to some of these, but I might get damn close, and I'll be fine with getting damn close, you know, because that means I hit, I hit another plateau that I'm currently not at. So that's that's what I believe. I think you should always chase your dreams, you know, and don't listen to what people say because they saying that because they can't do it. They they and they and they don't want to see you do it often, oftentimes. So just go for it. Just go for it. And if you don't reach where you got, if you don't reach where you got, you're gonna get way farther than you ever would have been just not doing anything and just living a regular monotonous life. All right. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, moving on along to the next topic, the bucket list. All right. So boom. So yeah. Okay. I just said the bucket list. I'm bugging. So, <laughs> wow. I was, I was almost at the end of my, um, of this thing. I'm, I'm already at the Zen. So, um, now I'm going to offer you guys some Zen as I, uh, often do, um, and this Zen comes from another person that I think very highly of. And that person is uh, Miss Maya Angelou, the late uh, Maya Angelou. She passed in May 28th, uh, 2014. Um, she was a American memorist, popular poet and civil rights activist. She published seven autobiographies, three books of essays, and several books of poetry. And she is credited with a list of plays, movies, and television shows spanning over 50 years. So this is somebody I grew up in learning about. And her, her story, her journey is just super inspiring. You know, being black, you know, I could, you know, you could be inspired by black women. Like, I, I like to write a few books one day, you know, and throw out some poetry and things of that nature, you know, that resonates with people. So, um... The quote I'm going to take from her is a pretty famous quote from her. Like it's, it's very well known. Like most people, a lot of people know if you know anything about her, 
this quote will sound familiar to you. So she said that uh, my mission in life is not to merely is not merely to survive, but to thrive and to do so with passion, some compassion, some humor and some style. If you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude. It's one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself to forgive. So I'll go through that again. My main, my mission in life is not merely to survive, but to thrive and to do so with some passion, some compassion, some humor, and some style. If you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude. It's one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself to forgive. So, yeah, um, a very powerful quote. Something I I, I definitely live by, um, especially the, if you can't change it, change your attitude. Um that part like if you can't if you don't like something change it if you can't change it change your attitude i live by that because um people really sit there in situations and complain either knowing that they can't change it or being too lazy or too scared to jump out and change it when they have the ability to so you know i don't know i don't know that's confusing to me i could never have myself in a situation like that but i'm always trying to move up move up and move on so um and you and in life you know you don't want to just exist you know you want to be the best you could be like I don't, I don't know why people don't like aspire to be the best that they can be they're just okay with being um mediocre i don't know i'm i'm not with that i'm, I'm i want to be around people that's going to inspire me to be greater and to thrive and not just live like they say some people die at 25 and get buried at 75 like you're just on the hamster wheel just living a monotonous life when you could be doing something so much great. I see so many people with so much talent that they just were letting go to waste right now. Like, like I'm talking about people that know how to draw. That's a skill in itself. And it's like, you can learn how to draw, yeah, but to naturally just be able to know how to draw and draw crazy like that is a, a talent that you should not waste. You know, like being able to draw, dance, sing, you know, whatever you could do, like, do, do that shit. Like, stop wasting your potential. Because you think you can't do it, or you think, oh, it's too late for me to start, it's too old. I started my, I I, I stopped doing YouTube in, like, 2011 when I was, like, a teenager because I didn't have the resources. I didn't start back doing it again until um until I was, what, like, 29? I'm 31 now. Like, I'm back doing it two years. I'm already seeing some type of results. I'm going to keep going. By the time I'm 35, I should be where I want to be or almost or, like, part of the way there. I'll be, i tell you what, if you don't quit, on yourself and you try, I guarantee you five years from now, you're going to be way closer to your dream than you were today. But if you do nothing, you're going to be in the same position, which is at zero from your dream. You're still going to be complaining. Well, you know, I didn't do this. I didn't do that. So just go for it. Just go for it. It shouldn't be nothing stopping you. Just go for it. All right, that's it, y'all. That is the show for today. That is episode 24 of the Justice Falls Experiment. I appreciate y'all, if you, especially if you made it all the way to the end. Um, I don't know how I'm able to entertain you guys to the point where you're just listening to me talk for usually an hour or 45 minutes. I don't know how I was doing those, like, past the hour shits, like... <laughs> I don't know how y'all was listening to those, but I'm glad y'all did. I know this one is this one's gonna be a little shorter. And that's 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 my goal from now on. I want to give y'all like 35, 45 minutes of how I feel about what's going on in the world. And then that's it. Get in, get out, you know, because that's more concise. 
and it allows me to get back to doing the other things, the other million things that I do. So right now I'm about to make me some tacos. I'm over here looking at the, uh, the corn tortillas that I bought and you know, I'm like salivating and shit <laughs> while I'm sipping on this wine. But, um, seriously, um, thank you. You know, if you've made it to this far in the podcast and you've been, you've been listening, you've been a long time fan of the pod. Um, we just 24 episodes in, you know, next one to me, it's a landmark 25 episodes. I didn't think I would even get to 25 episodes. I thought I was going to quit this podcast because it wasn't picking up, but I mean, people are looking at it. I'm not getting crazy views, but people are listening to it and I appreciate it. I need to promote it more actually, because a lot of people don't even know I have a podcast. So, um, thank you for tuning in. Continue tuning in. Let your friends know, share it on your stories and your profiles and all that. So we can uh, move up the algorithm. Rate me a five stars on Spotify. You can do star ratings on Spotify now and you can ask questions on Spotify. So, Ask whatever in or answer my questions that I'm asking you guys. Usually it's like, what do you want? What do you want me to talk about on the podcast? Because this podcast is everything. We talk about everything. I'm, I'm not pigeonholed to one thing. It's, it's pretty much a news podcast where I just talk about whatever news I want to talk about. So yeah, definitely hit me up on Twitter. I am P A R T underscore Justice. Um, Justice X Falls underscore on Instagram. Justice X Falls everywhere else, including Twitch, YouTube, Facebook. Um, and that's been the show. Um, this has been the greatest podcast you've never heard of the justice falls experiment.